you're all huddled together in this um, library, uh, surrounded by books. So I imagine Pen's feelings more comfortable than the rest of you. Maybe, maybe Pe- Perrin is as well. Oh yeah, I'm just sitting on a really comfortable bit of hard floor. <laughs> well, if you're going to hide anywhere, it's best to hide somewhere where you can spend a lot of time reading. Hmm. Of course, you're not scared of the price of imminent death, are you? Because you've already had imminent death. Well, I've had imminent death and faraway death and most immediate death. And uh, death that came for you and you never realised. Which was a bit annoying. (laughs) Pen likes to know it. You want to see it it when it comes for you, don't you? Uh, Lisa uh, seems to be uh, determined that we need to make a plan to take down this conglomerate before it can do some damage. Uh, I think uh, Victrina took issue with this plan. Uh, I think I did. I can't remember which issue I took with it because it was a long time I think time you, ago. Your, your issue was you wanted to go home. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I don't want to fight conglomerates anymore. I've had enough. <laughs> <laughs> But, I killed lots of Yeti and now I'm tired. And I want a nice mug of warm new milk and a snooze. Well, I, I'm afraid that um, we rather have a duty of care here in that um, I suspect we might be held somewhat responsible for this conglomerate's existence given that you know, our, our taking down of those uh, other giants has allowed this new, more terrifying one to be built. Well, I think the person who's responsible for that is the person who's taken bits of the giant and smooshed them together. Oh, that's, that, that is true. But, um, I don't think we could be blamed for that. Oh, you've seen the newspapers, though. Uh, yes, well, the newspapers are all controlled by by the Murdoch, or what used to be the Murdoch, <laughs> aren't they? I mean, yeah, you can't believe everything that you see written on the side of the bus. Unfortunately, plenty of people do. I have a question. Go for it. What's a bus? <laughs> um, uh, it's, it's like a giant a bee. A very <laughs> big cart. Right. Giant web feet um, no. and lies written down the side. <laughs> yes. Okay. I have a I have another question though, and I think this one might be a little more relevant. Um see there's con gong con- con- oh, I can't say it. Conglomerate. Conglomerate. Yes, that. It's a Franken beastie. Mm-hmm. Right. And it should not be alive. Mm-hmm. So therefore it's dead. Hmm, this is a good point. Who brought it back? Is this necromancy? Well, that's a very good point. Well, you're the expert, Pen. What do you think? Oh, I'm an expert now, am I? (laughs) Well, you're certainly the only expert we've got here. (laughs) You're the only one of us who's been dead. Are you saying you need to get up closer to it to, to have a proper sniff? Well, I would like to have a, an investigation, and if it's dead, then I can control undead. That's a no, very good trap. point. Well, I, I was thinking just run up and down its back, hitting them weak points that it's got. Yeah. Where the bits are joined onto the bits. Yeah. Mm. You mean make the dead thing more dead? Make it fall apart. Not, not necessarily more dead, just in more pieces. <laughs> um, if if Pen can control on dead, can he get it to hit itself in its own weak points? And then we stop hitting to... yourself. Stop hitting yeah. yourself. <laughs> you mean oh, like they used oh. to do to me at school? Yes. <laughs> Pen's revenge. Oh, 
<clears throat> I'm liking the sound of this one. I like the sound of it even more. Okay. Um, Erikina, who uh, has been kind of um, trying to brood in the corner, but has like hasn't struck a cool enough pose, um, sort of gives up and uh, comes comes closer and says, "Well, um, there is a sort of uh, observation tower just outside of the city. Um, so, if we go full frontal attack." Um, we might get spotted, so we need to be a bit sneakier, I think, if we're going to try and take this monster down. What we need is a distraction. Mm. Oh, that'll be you, then. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of distraction did you have in mind, Aquilad? I was thinking we could get Erikina to attack it in a frontal attack, while we all sneak round behind it and attack its weak bits. I don't like this plan! I, I, there's, a, there's a very, very big flaw in this plan, and that is that I don't want to do it. Right. Okay, okay. Why we, not? We, we send Erikina and her two friends. Oh, I, I, well, we are, you know, in the process of sort of deserting the Dark Lord's army, so we kind of have this plan of getting as far away from them as possible. But if if the Dark Lord still thinks you're on their side, mm-hmm. then you can get right up in front of this beastie without drawing any suspicion. I'm not sure that the beastie is smart enough to know who's on its side and who isn't. Yes, and... I don't know how much of a distraction I could be. Sing a song and do a silly little (laughs) dance. (laughs) Works for me. Uh, I I could... um, hmm, Well, I'm not particularly magical. Um, Are any of you magical and enjoy singing? Or you could just stand in front of it and point and say, Look, a distraction. (laughs) I'm looking really hard at Perrin. Fuck, I can do magic! Yes! <laughs> it's a revelation to Perrin. Magic and singing. I just... Oh, I'm not a good singer. No, oh, you don't have to be. You don't like season one character who was a bard for that. I really liked that song you sang about the hedgehog. <laughs> That was my attempt at a Sonic the Hedgehog song. Please don't sue us, uh, Sega. Uh, okay, so, Erikina, you will guard Perrin while they make a big distraction to oh, no. take all the eyes off the rest of us who are going to hmm, uh, climb up its back and try and uh, knock its uh, weak points out. Oh dear. Um, it sounds like a terrible idea that we're all going to die. We're going to give it a good old whacking in the trossocks. Hmm. Yes. I, I like that. I like that. Well, what happens if it gets past the trossocks first? <laughs> <laughs> well, what we could do is... Hmm. If there's this observation tower, perhaps we could <laughs> go there well, and distract... get Pen up the observation tower to see if he can sense any kind of necromancy on it from up there. What do you think, Pen? Well, I... I, I could give it a go. Why not? 
Yes. Uh, I, and then I'll... if you're up there, you could like slap it with your mage hand. <laughs> Uh, Victrina, you go with Pen and keep him protected. Uh, Aguilad, uh, you and I are going to uh, go with Perrin for a bit, and as soon as they've created their big destruction, we're going to climb up that beastie and uh, and do some do some damage. Maybe it would not be a good idea for us to be stood next to Perrin when they're doing their distraction. Yes, yes, we'll sort of circle oh. around. Because if you're the distraction parent petal, then yeah. it's going to be looking at you and wanting to cause you physical bodily harm. Do I have to be the distraction? I lean, I lean over and in a stage whisper I say to the parent, you don't have to be if you push Erikina and her mates in front of you. <laughs> I ponder this for a moment. <laughs> That, that seems mean, unnecessarily mean. But it's sensible, and sometimes sensible has to be mean. Hmm. Uh, you can I just. Don't, I don't like it. What about just making a big noise and a big. You've, have you got any big flashy spells? I'll have a think. Hmm. Well, um, hmm. We should, uh,. We should start moving at least, because um, that thing—they said it was going to test its weapon. So I don't imagine we've got a lot of uh, time. Do we know mm. what sort of weapon it's got? Mm, no, I don't think we do. I'm going to hazard a guess—a biggin. Mm. Well, well, yes, yes, but I wonder whether it was a biggin that was going to like turn the city into a crater, or a biggin that was going to turn the city into radioactive dust, or a maybe that was going to maybe I don't know, turn maybe all into peaches or something. Maybe it's a jelly gun. Yeah, see a jelly gun. <laughs> that's, that's important because you can't breathe inside a jelly. Unfortunately, it's a bit more sinister than a big gun. Uh, this is Arakina speaking. Uh, she um, sort of looks very nervous and um, looks over at some of like the magic mirrors just in case they're watching. So this conglomerate has all the powers of the other fan uh, industry giants. So it can walk into a country and take control of its energy, uh, its uh, healthcare, uh, its um, finances, its media, uh, and all of its weapons. Uh, so it just kind of walks in and takes over. Uh, and when a government can no longer control its own country's infrastructure, then they kind of have to give in and uh, sell the country to the Dark Lord. That was the general gist of the plan, as I understood it. How do you sell a country? Well, um, I don't know that any money actually passed hands, but contracts were definitely signed. So just bits of paper? Yes. So if we find these bits of paper? Can we burn them? Just burn them, yes. I, I can burn things. Yes, Perrin, put your fire to good use. For once in my life. <laughs> but, but wait, the conglomerate won't have the bits of paper. The Dark Lord will have the bits of paper. Hmm. So we, we, we finish off the conglomerate and then we go after the Dark Lord. Simples. Maybe <laughs> two bits of paper because there should be one from the. Yeah, each side will have the contract. Yeah. yeah. Mm. 
But, uh, Unless it's a single-sided contract, and this doesn't sound like it's very balanced. No, Maybe what point. we could just do is actually find a decent lawyer to find all the flaws. <laughs> I know it changed the entire nature of the campaign. We can we can serve the conglomerate with a summons yeah, with, with a writ. <laughs> okay. With, with, there was, with, there was with a cease and desist order. <laughs> there was this book that we had when I was in the monastery called um, "Legally Blonde but Fantasy." <laughs> and I'm very tired today. Contracts and conglomerates. Now there's a bit tricky. Odd Bill, did, Odd Bill did tell me about something called tort, but I think that was a kind of fruit pie. Mm. Oh, no, it's, yeah, it's like a pear. <laughs> Wait. I, 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 oh, I had a thought. Mm-hmm. Have another one, quick. Cap- is it? I know. If it has the powers of health care, there's no people here. That's true. So yeah. it can't have those powers. Hmm. I mean, I suppose so it might have. powers that rely well, if, on people. If there's, no, if there's no people here, there's no one using energy either. And there's no media. And there's no money. Hmm. It's a pretty powerless conglomerate. If uh, there's no one here to serve it. Pen, can you make an insight check? Ooh. Oh god, I wish I had a DM on inside. <laughs> um, yeah, six. Okay, never mind. I've got I've got a DM on insight. Is it positive? It's quite a good one. Oh. <laughs> Shame I didn't have it. <laughs> Do you want to borrow it? <laughs> Are you rolling insight? Oh, do you want me to? Yeah, yeah, I thought that's what you were doing, so. No, I was just being blurty. So that'd be uh, 23. Okay, oh, wow. um, as Penn has said this, you kind of glance out the window at where the conglomerate is kind of looming on, on the edge of the city, and... You sort of realise that it hasn't moved since you first spotted it. And you put two and two together and you realise that because there are no people in this city, it doesn't seem to be able to move. Keep thinking like that, pen lad, because right now that terrible beastie is basically being a big statue. At least that's what seems to be happening. And that's because there's nobody here. I'd say so, yeah. Apart from us. So we'd so better if, leave the city even quicker. If we leave the city, will it just stand there forever? Well, I don't imagine it'd stand there forever. I'm sure they'd come up with something. I mean, I'm guessing there are still weapons lying around. Because, hmm. you know, you evacuate a city, you don't take all the weapons. You just take the weapons what belongs to people. Or the weapons you bring along with you. Yeah, but, like, weapons in, weapons in museums will still be there. Uh, can they you might all... not work though, because they're quite often swept in museums and decommissioned, aren't they, to stop you breaking museums, sh- museums and stealing them and killing people. How do you decommission a sword? <laughs> Will you blunt it, Sedge? Yeah, blunt, yes. Uh, can you it's all make perception checks? It, people with can you all make perception checks for us? That's another one I'm good at. Uh, 24. Okay. Come on. Uh, 16. Okay. 19. Alright, so you all 
hear the sound of heavy marching feet coming towards the library and uh, as you sort of uh, look out the window you see uh, about a dozen or so of these huge hairy yeti marching towards where you are. What do you do? Well they're not people either are they so they don't need healthcare or energy or uh, Aquilad, actually, you got uh, what was it? A twenty twenty-two? Did you get on perception twenty-four? Twenty-four. Okay. Uh, at the head of this army of yeti, you see two slightly different yeti that seem a little bigger and move a bit smoother. And these two keep sort of uh, high-fiving each other and nudging each other as they're going. If that's my bloody mum and dad, I swear I am going to cause some serious damage. <laughs> uh, what do you do? I walk out in front of them. Ooh, okay. Right. Give me one second. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you walk out of the library, dramatically throwing open the doors and clambering awkwardly down the uh, stairs which were designed for centaurs. Um, <laughs> that would have been more impressive if you'd been taller. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm acrobatic and athletic. I yeah. don't awkwardly clamber down. I skip down. You Thank skip you down uh, very um, uh, like, like a sort of nymph. Um, <laughs> and you... Uh, the, the, um, the two head yeti uh, kind of um, patiently wait for you to get down. <laughs> I stop, I take in a deep breath so that my chest expands to its maximum size of 28 inches. <laughs> uh, they continue to look down at you and one of them scratches its head. That's not wanted here, thank, thank you very much. We've got all the Yeti we can handle, we don't need any more, so if you'd just like to turn around and go home, we'd very much appreciate it, thank you. Uh, one of them uh, steps forward and says, What was it you'd called yourself? Bagra lad? Was that it? And who might you be? <laughs> don't you recognise your own mum and dad? Oh, sorry. I don't have a mum and dad. Just a pair Ooh. of wazzocks who tried bringing me up. All right. And failed miserably. Uh, your dad um, opens up his yeti and sort of leans forward out so he can like look you in the eyes properly and goes, listen son why don't you clear off out of here, uh, things about to get pretty um, pretty nasty around here so you might want to get out of here come down here and say that to my face uh, I'd rather not, I'd rather get out of here myself that's because that's a coward aye, aye, I'm proud of it that there's, there's an absent father and there's a coward. Uh, it is not my fault that them dwarves uh, nicked you off us. Uh, we wouldn't you have... gave me to him, you lying little Torag. <sighs> uh, listen, don't have time to relitigate all that stuff, lad. Uh, we've got a city to escape from and uh, Dark Lord to uh, con. So if you don't mind, uh, we'd like to get out of here with our ill-gotten gains and uh, go and make a bit more money elsewhere. I'm sorry, you're here to da you're here to con the Dark Lord. Well, there's no no point trying to pull the wool over your eyes, you lot. You seem to have already got our whole shtick. But uh, yeah, we're pulling pulling a bit of a job here, and uh, we we like to sort of skip town before they realise it. How does realise this entire city is like wired for sound? Yeah, 
and everything you're saying, the Dark Lord can hear. Um, his face falls a little bit and he goes, uh, um, I don't know about that. Um, can you make a deception check, uh, Aquilad? I'm not so good at deception. Mm. But I still got a 14. Okay. Uh, yeah, he looks genuinely worried. And he goes, well, um, if we get out of here quick, uh, we'll uh, we'll probably be all right. Uh, what see- have you conned the Dark Lord out of? Uh, or into. We'd rather not say uh, out here in the open. Uh, uh, we'll, uh, we'll see you around. And uh, he tries to march away. You see that away. bloody great beast over there? Oh yeah. Oh, uh, proud of that one, me. That's the one you can see. It's the ones you can't see you need to worry about. And if the Dark Lord's got your number, you can guarantee they've got a lot of beasties you can't see waiting in the shadows for you. Well, I you've think only we'll... got one option and one option alone, and that's to fight. Uh, make a persuasion check. I'm to make these rolls on things I'm not very good at. <laughs> you keep 13. doing these things. Um... You keep trying to do stuff that you're not very good at. <laughs> That's because Agrolan's intelligence is, like, less than average. <laughs> you don't get any better at doing them. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you, your dad kind of, like, he pauses for a minute, but then he sort of closes off his yeti and sort of prepares to march off. Uh, what do the rest of you do? Well, I'm fairly confused. I don't know what's going left from right here. I've got I'm... a tinderbox, haven't I? Mm-hmm. As he walks past, I set a light and I set fire to the bottom of his yeti. Ooh, make a stealth check. And meanwhile, I'm going for the weak 18. points on all the other yeti. Eighteen. Uh, yeah, you set his his yeti suit on fire, and he starts flailing around. Uh, can you roll me two d eight damage? Eight. Eight. Okay. Cool. He takes eight points of damage before he uh, rolls on the floor and puts it out. And uh, he looks up at you with sort of furious eyes and says, "What the bloody hell you do that for? I thought... What the bloody hell are you doing? Walking around dressed as a yeti? It's." We run the Yeti Corporation. Well, the sort of corporation. We we only made it two weeks ago, but uh, we, we've, uh, it's part of our jobs, you know? It's what we do. You, what, you make... Yeti. We make these robot Yeti. They're very impressive. They're very big, and uh, they make a they're big impression. Well, well, yes. It's a con. I told you. We make these big Yeti, the two ones that we control, so they look big and impressive, and then the rest of them, which are a bit shit. And then they buy all of them, thinking that they're all going to be like the good ones, and then as soon as they try and invade anywhere with them, uh, they just fall apart when you hit the proper places on the back. Same with the big one. We put a big old destruct, self-destruct button uh, in it, so that uh, if, uh, if it ever came up against us, we'd know how to... How to get rid of it. And where is the big self-destruct button? Uh, he looks at you and goes, Oh, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's going to cost you a bit. I was going to sell I that... I pull s- my sword and point it at his throat. Where is the self-destruct button on the big thing? Make an intimidation check. 17. Uh, he um, gulps and goes, It's um, hmm, to the back of the neck. 
Just just on the back of the neck. We were going to sell the secret to the GA, you know, play both sides. So, you know, Dark Lord attacks the GA with, you know, weapons we sold her, and then they attack her back with the, the secrets we sold them, you know, and then <laughs> we walk away making a big, big fat stack of cash. Wrong answer. Is it a really obvious button? Well, it looks like a wart. Okay. It'll be about the size of your head. My head or Agrilad's head? Agrilad's head. So, so small. <laughs> small and kind of fully Hey, halfling heads are, are, are a decent size. <laughs> if they were like normal human size, they would be massively wobbly and huge. Like a sort of, um, uh, what are they call the punk Funko Pops. Yeah, bobblehead things. Yeah. Uh, at least they don't have the scary eyes of the bobbleheads. Mm. No, that would be terrifying. Um, well, even if I believe all of this, what on earth have you built that disgusting, great, big conglomerate beastie for? Well, why is it just standing there? Ah, well, quite, quite proud of that one. Uh, listen, uh, Dark Lord wanted it. Uh, had a big plan for it for years, but could never quite get the uh, get, get the uh, the skeleton of it working properly, and uh, could never like convince the other um, giants to you know fall on their own swords, um, so to speak. Uh, so when you came along and started chopping them up yourselves, that that was a that was a big advantage because she didn't have to ask them anymore. She just take them. And um, well, we we nicked some uh, some plans for some giant robots uh, from the f- from the Republic of Robots and uh, used that. And uh, we we convinced the Dark Lord that we we knew our robots because of our Yeti, and uh, we thought we'll make a pretty penny out of this. So uh, yeah, we we built it, uh, put in some fail safes, and uh, made sure that we could uh, knock it over when the time came. And okay, next question, Agridad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is it held together with necromantic magic or is it just a robot? Well, a bit, bit of both. Um, there's a the little bit of uh, necromancy. Yeah, we, we nicked it from, from the old uh, sleeping city. Uh, well, we had a contact who nicked it for us. Uh, some clown man uh, said he was inter- he, had a, he had an interest in it. Oh, Right. Okay. So it's half and half. Mm. Is that useful, then? Well, I don't know yet. E. Ugh. <laughs> Look, uh, can we go now? Uh, are we free to go now? Because uh, we've we've got a meeting with uh, the uh, Secretary General of GA to sell him some secrets. Um, I don't think we should let you go. Oh, go, go, go on. No, no, because you seem to be wandering around the nations of the GA, conning people and causing chaos and playing off both sides against the middle and building giant robots for bad reasons and making shoddy we- yetis that you would buy off Wish.com if Wish.com <laughs> was a real website that you could get in the magic mirror. Uh, and I think that you're a pair of bloody menaces. And I think you should be locked in the cupboard. Oh yeah, I'm, we'll uh, we'll go and find a cupboard now, shall we? Yeah, uh, no, but co- we know where there's a nice cupboard. Oh, don't worry about, don't worry no, yourselves come with about me. it. Come with me, come on, come with me. It's all right. I can make myself. I can get myself there if you're um, 
if you're so uh, convinced that we need to go in a cupboard, uh, we, we spotted a zeppelin o- o- over the hills over there, so no, we'll go no. in a cupboard in there if you want. No, you're not going in a cupboard in the zeppelin. There's a nice cupboard here in the library. It's big enough for three. Three yetis. Isn't it, Ericina? <laughs> yeah, three yetis. Well, there's only two yetis. Yeah, it's only you and an agrabum. <laughs> uh, that is how your names work, isn't it, Agrilad? Because <laughs> you're like the young one. As far as I'm concerned, their names are not repeatable in polite company. Right. And it's a good Mr. thing we don't have any polite company. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Not Repeatable in Polite Company. <laughs> you you are now going to be firmly escorted to a cupboard and locked in. Please don't please don't leave us here. The dark no, lord's going no, to get no, very angry in the because you are a pair of like yeti suit wearing trouble making agrilad bothering child neglecting crap monkeys uh, well if if that's how you really feel about this um I, just please just, just believe me when i say we, we can change our ways we, we no, can you can't. i have yet to see any evidence of this and agrilad says you can't and you know he is your you had a chance to change your ways after the sky kingdom and look at you you're still pulling the same old scams but like a pair of broken records. Look him in a cupboard, Agrilad. No, 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 listen, listen, look, 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 look here. Look. Well, well per- perhaps they could show us where the off switches are on the conglomerate. where the off switches. Well, they told us. That's true. Maybe they should go up the giant and switch it off themselves. They could be the distraction. Yeah. Oh, um... Well, um... Or would you, you know, your choice is, yeah, do a song and dance in front of a... A giant robot or be locked I've in a cupboard. I've got an idea. What? We tie them up, we gag them, we put them back in the Yeti suits, and we stand the Yeti suits in front of the conglomerate. That's a good idea. Yeah. Maybe we could wave their arms about with my hand to make it look like they're <laughs> I thought you were supposed to be the good guys. Well, I must admit that's a little beyond what I was considering. Strangely oh. enough, I take after my parents, apparently. <laughs> Please, oh, please believe please. me. We can change. We we can be better. Look, look, look into my eyes. I, I'm being really honest with you. Please. I lean forward and look into his eyes. Make a Constitution saving throw. <laughs> Seventeen. Oh, sorry, you... no, nineteen. I've got. Okay, yeah, first. you are. He he attempts to cast chilling gaze on you, uh, but you like the frost just forms on your face and then you just brush it off. No, I headbutt him with a face Ooh, full of yes. Make an attack roll. Yeah, with advantage. Give... Okay, do some damage. They're stuffed in the Yeti suits. So they don't actually have to be conscious, do they? <laughs> that would be uh, 15 points of damage. Okay, you knock him out. Uh, and he slumps in his seat in the uh, Yeti. Uh, Agramum, as I'll call her... Uh, comes rushing towards you, Agrilad, and is going to do a swipe. Uh, 13 versus AC. Misses. She swipes and misses. Uh, do you want to roll for initiative, everybody? Oh, I don't want to update my computer software now, thank you very much. <laughs> Yes, I can see that would be very <laughs> inconvenient. Uh, Clip, Clippy pops up and says, I can see you're running 15 apps. Do you want to restart <laughs> Windows? Uh, 
Okay, Victrina, you're first in the order. What would you like to do? Okay, um, well, I don't... I mean, these are Agrilad's parents, and mm-hmm. I don't feel that I should kill them. You've also got the regular because... Yeti robots who are sort of stumbling around. Uh, are they doing anything? Are they They seem to be sort of marching towards you with the with intent. They are in the right, initiative I'm, order. So I yes. am going to do a... I can do two attacks, so I'm going to try and take them out with my crossbow. Do it. Okay, so my first shot is a 16. Hits. Okay. Um, just that does four points of damage. Cool. And my second roll is a 17. Hits. Um, that does three points of damage. Cool. Uh, pen. Right. Oh dear. We're in a fight. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to lash out with Pen's pen. Yeah. The pen that is mightier than the sword. Well, yes. Which actually gets a 19. Oof, that hits. Uh, who are you aiming at? Oh, um, Veneris Yeti. Alright. Uh, I'll say it's one of the regular Yeti then. And that's a seven points damage. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, Agramum goes next. Uh, I, she does have a name, but I prefer, I prefer this. Um, <laughs> uh, Petunia is her name. Um, she is going to uh, do a claw attack at mm, Perrin. You're a dragon, and I think she's threatened by dragons. Uh, 15 oh no. versus AC. That's gonna hit. It does. 7 points of slashing damage. Okay. Uh, second attack. Um, Vitrina, can you make a constitution saving throw? Uh, yes, I can. Uh, rolled a. Well. Ooh, you take 10 points of cold damage and are oh. paralysed. that's bit shitty. Uh, it's your go. Um, I want to get back at Petunia. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Oh, doing a hit. Mm-hmm. Um, can I just cast, cast a couple of Eldritch Blasts her way? Yes, sure, go for it. What level am I? I'm so I've got two beans. Mm-hmm. So two attack rolls. The first is a non-natural twenty, and the yep. second is twenty-one. Yep. Do some damage. The first one is gonna hit for ten points of damage, and the other one yep. hits for five. Yorkshires. Um, Aqualad Europe. I'm going to run up the front of Agramum's body and <laughs> deliver as many punches as I can possibly manage to the face of said Yeti in a single round. Go for it. So, first attack is an 18. Hits. For 7 points of damage. Mm-hmm. Second attack is a 13. Hits. For 6 points of damage. Flurry of Blows number 1 is a 20, non-natural. For five points of damage. Yeah. And Flurry of Blows number two is a 21. Yeah. 
for eight points of damage. Jesus. Uh, yeah, not looking great. And I'm going to also use my open hand technique. Uh, can we have a dex saving throw off of the Yeti, please? Uh, that's a nat 20. Versus so a, that, right, yeah, it's versus a 13 anyway. Uh, the regular old Yeti go next. Uh, they're going to attack Agrilad. Uh, 13 versus AC, I imagine does not hit. Misses. And next attack is going to go for Victrina. Uh, Paralyzed. Yep, that so they get, they get advantage. That's 19 versus AC. Oof, that hits. Uh, yep, please take 7 points of slashing damage. Uh... Victrina, it's your go. Make another constitution saving throw. Okay. Oh, that's better. That is 23. Yeah, you break out of it. Uh, so it is your go. I'm feeling a bit bewildered now. Mm -hmm. Alright, okay. I'm gonna... How many, like, yetis that aren't Agrilad's parents are? Uh, well, it's about six of them. Okay, right. I'm gonna have another go. The others have kind of wandered off. <laughs> yeah. Okay, right. Okay, that, that that's a six. That Does not hit. hit. Nope. Uh, Nineteen. Uh, that hits. Okay. That nine. Yeah, you take out two of them. Uh, like your your crossbow bolt just goes through the neck of one and into the neck of another one. Um, cool. Uh, pen. You're I right. have yeti fighting mm. I'm going to poke one with a, with my sword again. Go for it. I quite enjoyed that. <laughs> um, so that is a 16. That hits. Well, that's very nice. And... Oh, nine points. <sighs> yeah, you take out another one of the Yeti. Uh, Agramum, Petunia, goes next. Uh, she takes a swipe at Agrilad. Uh, 17 versus AC. That's a hit. Okay, can you take 7 points of slashing damage? Can indeed. And for her second attack, uh, she turns her chilling gaze on Pen. Can you make a constitution saving throw? Oh dear. Oh, that's not so good. That's a 5. Okay, take 10 points of cold damage and you are paralysed. Uh, Pedran! Oh, great. Um, we're, we're not looking in great shape as a party, are we? Um, pity I'm not a druid! <laughs> um, or it's... a cleric. <laughs> so how many yetis do we have left? Uh, there's three regular yetis plus Agramon. I'm just going to keep going at Agramon with some more Eldritch Blast. Then. Do it. I think that's um, worked for me before. Mm -hmm. Got a um, 22 it's... and a 9. Nine does not hit, so one of those hits. Really? Yeah. Fuck. Um, that's going to be four points of damage. Ooh. Uh, okay. Uh, Aqualad, Europe. Same again. Okay. Screaming, you're not my mother, in a <laughs> Luke Skywalker kind of way. <laughs> Attack number one is a 16. 16. Can you roll damage? That's eight. Okay. How do you want to do this? Uh, I'm attacking from above now, so I'm basically dancing a jig on the Yeti's <laughs> head. And you, I think you just kick its head off. 
uh, and re- reveal uh, Agramon slumped in the chair within. And Hello, the... mother. <laughs> Hi. Reach down, grab her by the scruff of the neck, and yank her out of that bloody yeti. Ah! Uh, listen, 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 son. Um, listen. We, we. Forgive. Call me that again. We forgive you. Perhaps you can forgive us. Didn't your monks teach you how to be kind and forgiving? No, they taught me how to bash people in. Oh. Oh right. Um. It's a martial order. Is the order of Ek. Well, bugger. Um, I should... Uh, well, there's this library here. Perhaps I could go and uh, do no, some uh, research. No. Um, no. You and that Wazak over there that claims to be my father, you're going to help us shut down that conglomerate. Either that, or I bury you in a hole with no air-breathing tubes. Well, Okay. Okay, we'll do it. We'll we'll help you distract the big conglomerates and uh, and 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 take it down. But um, perhaps you should also ask yourselves a very important question: Where's your friend gone? I have friends. <laughs> uh, you look around I... and you spot that Arakina has gone missing. Well, oh, I bugger. am not surprised. It's not yeah. Uh, do you want to do some investigating? Yes. 15 for investigating. Mm-hmm. 18. 25. Okay, uh, Pen, with your 25, uh, you spot some Yeti tracks that seem to be dragging something, and then these tracks disappear into a, a manhole cover into the sewers. They've dragged the Arakina away. Oh, Arakina's dragged the Yeti away. I think more likely the other way around. (laughs) You control these things, don't you? Well, not mm, sort of. Uh, We can turn them off uh, and. uh, Oh, very well, very well. Uh, can, Can you put me down so I can? flick the switch it's uh, it's, in, I, it's in the cockpit i lower her into the cockpit but keep my hand firmly on the scruff of her neck uh, okay okay um, and she flicks some switches and you see all the yeti kind of go Ooh. right let's go and get her akina back so we want to get her back or do we want to assume that her all her yeti powered down and deal with the conglomerate without her for once, I'm going to say Victrine is on the right track. Really? I, th- I think the, the city-crushing giant is more important. Erikina can take care of herself. She was a soldier. Her yeti are powered down. She's just in a sewer. <laughs> Which is not a great place to be. It's not a great place to be, but nor is, like, you know, under 50 bajillion tons of rubble because a giant conglomerate robot has leveled the city above your head. But she's your friend. She is my friend, which is why I think she would be safer in the sewers than under out here. 150 million tons of rubble. Under yeah, not if we stop the giant robot patchwork nonsense, then she won't be under 150 tons of rubble, and we can retrieve her from the sewer. Oh dear. Well, I think Eric, I think that Victrina's got a very good point. 
Um, I'm, I'm sure Erikina's very skillful in her own special way. She um, was a soldier. Yes. And, and, and having, having seen the way Erikina works, she's, she leads a charmed life, does that one. I reckon she's going to come out of that sewer smelling her roses. Well, not necessarily mm, roses. Yeah, probably not um, exactly that. Um, unless. Well, unless. Oh, I'm thinking fragrance sewage. That, that's it, that's the joke. But they're, not, they're not unicorns. How do we know? They don't put marshmallows and rainbows. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Because we've on. seen them. Do unicorns poop marshmallows? Is yeah. that where marshmallows... That's where marshmallows come from. Holy sh... Oh, oh, oh. Shit. Are you thinking of changing your diet? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. Well, oh, after no, this we can go for ice cream. It's kind of brown and then you have the actual poop... Oh. I'm not going to offer you a, a brownie. <laughs> yeah, please don't. Or Rocky Road. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, if, if that's the general consensus, then... Uh, general consensus, sir. <laughs> if er- Erikina and uh, Victorina served with general consensus. Yes, yes. He was a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone agreed that he was a bastard. Yes, that was it. Well, that was the general consensus. All uh, right, then let's go and get this party started. Well, the robot stopped. Yes. Uh, okay, so um, uh, you march Agramon uh, through the streets. Uh, I imagine poking her in the back. Or are you keeping her in the Yeti? Um, what, what's the plan? I'm going to keep her in the Yeti, but the head has been removed from the Yeti and I'm sitting on its shoulders. <laughs> That's very good. Uh, yeah, you march it through the streets. Uh, again, like Lisa is kind of like leading the way, looking a little bit <laughs> eager to um, get uh, get this uh, adventure uh, a roll in. Uh, again, Lisa, how come you didn't help us fight the Yetis? Um, well, I'm I, I'm sort of more of a rogue i like to go sneaking is, is more is more my thing and um I, i'm just well you, you guys are all level seven i'm still level three. Oh, <laughs> oh. I, I ruffled her between her ears oh she purrs slightly um as you get to the edge of the city you can see the conglomerate towering over you casting you in shadow uh, from this up close, uh, you can smell it. It stinks a little rotten. Uh, you can see like where the patchwork has been sort of stitched together, and you see the sort of um, golden chains holding bits of it together, uh, and you see the sort of um, like a sort of framework uh, that reminds you very much of uh, some of the bits of Voltrazord, the robot uh, that you used in the Republic of Robots. Um, so it's full of back references, this whole thing. <laughs> and but it smells dead? It does smell quite dead, yes. Oh, oh dear. Well, it's nice to know we did a good job on the original inhabitants of this thing. <laughs> um, they did them good. Just beyond it, uh, you can see a large watchtower uh, that looks quite threatening. Uh, it's got huge, it's a huge structure of steel and plastic with a viewing platform some 50 stories up. Uh, there are gigantic magic mirrors on its trunk that display advertisements for New Milk and uh, the Dark Lord's general brand identity. 
Uh, it's got like a moat around it um, with sort of you know frothing waters and presumably sharks or something in it. Is uh, that a drawbridge? Uh, yes, but it is currently raised. Oh dear. I've just, I've just, I've just had an idea for a distraction. Mm-hmm. Somebody needs to walk up to that watchtower and knock on the door, and when somebody answers, they need, you need to say, "Could I interest you in learning about the Dark Lord?" <laughs> that will confuse them. It will confuse them somewhat, uh, and so you all guild yourselves and ready yourselves. For what is likely to be a very climactic and dramatic showdown. And I think that's where we can leave our to be continued for this. The campaign trail referendum was written and produced by Joel Corner. It starred Aim Phoenix as Perrin Bazonian, Stephen Poor as Penrigante, Joanne Hall as Victrina Crested Grebe, and S. Naomi Scott as Agrilad. The theme music was produced and performed by Aim Phoenix. Additional music credits are in the episode description. You can support the campaign trail by going to patreon.com slash the campaign trail. We have special perks such as early access to episodes and the chance to have your own DD character appear in the show. You can follow the campaign trail on Twitter at the campaigncast, on facebook.com forward slash campaigncast, soundcloud.com forward slash Joel Corner, and wherever you find podcasts. So until next time, go back to your constituencies and prepare for adventure. Mm-hmm.